you know the term ghosting, right? It's where people just are talking to you for a while. And by the way, this is not just dating. This happens in all forms of life. People are talking to you and you're, everything's going well. Then all of a sudden they disappear. And it's like the worst. Like could be a f- good friend that disappears on you. Could be a romantic interest. Could be a job offer. How are we supposed to feel and act? Luckily, Leah, our therapist friend, is on to walk us through ghosting on today's Halloween episode. Hello. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yep. What's up? Happy Halloween. Thanks so much for being here. Uh, This is a daily podcast that has three principles on this Halloween edition. Uh, Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot. And we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. There's two types of people. And today really separates the men from the boys. (laughs) And I'm talking about people that like to dress up when they go to work for Halloween. Oh, um, yeah. you know what I mean? You ever walk in like today's today's gonna be a very telling day when you walk in into work. And I'm trying to figure out the personality types. And this is not even like a. I'm not really trying to. This is not a dig on anyone. I'm just trying to figure out the people that like to do Halloween costumes at work and those that don't. Because I feel like there's really no one in between the two, right? Now this probably won't surprise you. I am a not dresser upper. <laughs> I am. Uh, I today is. Uh, not it's like one of my least favorite days at work for that reason alone right mm-hmm. it's a, it's only next to saint patrick's day when if you don't wear green everybody acts really weird around you and typically <laughs> i will but halloween to me is worse because there's this weird expectation you're supposed to wear a costume to work right and we yes in my work have a costume contest and i know this is like a really shitty thing to say but i <laughs> since i'm not in a contract season right now um, I don't feel the need to participate. <laughs> like I'm going to go and I'm going to watch everyone else that wants to dress up. Uh, <laughs> oh, am not going to. Now, remember this time last year, I told you I was, I was going into contract season. So I felt like I had to be participatory, but this year I just don't want to. And I don't even know how that is perceived. Like people that like to dress up in costumes, like I'm not uh-huh. even sure. When you look at people that don't like to wear costumes, like how is that how is that perceived? Do you feel, do you think of them as non participators because maybe that'll be my reputation today? Maybe I'm okay <laughs> with it. I actually I was gonna I was thinking about actually going to grab something really quick today uh, or excuse me on Sunday before um, uh, before Halloween, but I I got my COVID booster on Friday. Yeah. And I'm just a little out of it. I'm just a little tired, a little headachy. So I just today I literally laid my ass in bed and I was like, nope. Mom, did you guys dress up at work for Rainbow Village? And I'm trying to figure out like what do you think the difference is between the two types of people that that do like to dress up for Halloween at work specifically? Yeah. Because um, like if you like to dress up at home or with your kids or going out or whatever, that's one thing. But like people that like to wear costumes at work like, what do you think their personality t- are they just more fun people and i'm less fun like what is it you think <laughs> well i just think some people enjoy halloween more than others in general yeah and you did know, you guys do it in a village did you guys have your uh no most of us did not i mean i never did for sure um other than the people that worked with the children mm. and they would dress up but not in scary costumes you know yeah just because yeah, it's I don't, fun. I don't know. Like, I don't – if you want to start talking about this, that'd be awesome because I'm like, I just – I don't know what that – is it just just fun for you? 
Because mm. to me, it's like really inconvenient to have to like get up earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, put on a costume. Go first. Yeah. Of, go 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 buy a costume. Uh huh. Put on a costume. Sit mm-hmm. here and try to like operate the the board with like Freddy Krueger fingers on. You know, like it's just it's just not it. Or wearing like a witch's hat and it like keeps hitting the microphone stand. It's just like not. <laughs> <laughs> like none of them are like conducive to to getting work done, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's some people that love it. Like some people today, I promise you, they'll be they'll be dressed up. Last time, man, they came dressed up like so seriously. Uh huh. For the uh, the costume contest. So for mm-hmm. those that love to be involved, I just I kind of need to figure out what's your what's your rationale. Like yeah, what's, what's what your it, motivation? What's your motivation? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And those that don't, I don't even know. I just, I just like to just go to work. You know, mm-hmm. like I just want to go to work and like get my work done and like go home. So you had to walk out of a funeral this weekend. I've never heard of a story like this. I mean, I'm sure it's it's happened. Oh. Um, but why why did you walk out of a funeral? Mercy. Well, I didn't walk out of the service. I walked out of the committal when they go to the memorial garden. You know. Um, well, I had such, I had a horrible horrible night. This, this funeral was Saturday at 11 o'clock. had a horrible night on Friday. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning, could not go back to sleep. Got up at 6 with Winnie, stayed up, got myself together, and knew that I, was, I had to drive almost an hour, you know, one way. So I said, okay, I'm going to have a cup of caffeinated coffee, which I usually don't do, because I'm going to need some help today, you know, to stay awake and be present. Yeah. So had the cup of caffeine. Then I didn't have time to make my protein shake. So I just took a protein bar, ate it on the way down, got there, sat down in the pew with a friend of mine, and we were kind of whispering at each other. And as the service went on, I started getting kind of dizzy. And I was like, oh, no. And my heart was racing. I thought, oh, my God. You From the caffeine? See- yes. Oh, yeah. I thought, you can probably see my heart beating through my, through my blouse. And um, blouse, isn't that funny? Yeah. That's such an old-fashioned it's word. It's a weird word, but go ahead. Yeah, we get it. Through my shirt. Um, and so then when it was time to have communion, I, I felt so bad. I thought, I don't know if I should stand up and go to communion because heavenly days, I don't want to faint and pass out. And, and, this, and this was at you know, our old church in Norcross. Yeah. I knew a lot of people. I, you, know, you wouldn't want to faint in front of anyone, but I thought, you know, I don't want to pass out at this funeral. But I did fine. I did fine. But then when the service was over... And everyone started to go out to the memorial garden. I just went to the exit. You're like, got in my car. <laughs> like, yeah, gotta got go. in my car. And then my car didn't crank. Oh, no. And then I was really flipped well, out. It could have been worse. Imagine like if your car alarm started going off. Oh, God, yes. You know what I mean? I feel like that's something you got you to be really, you gotta really be careful and sneak out of. You know, you can't yes. just... You can't really make a scene when you're walking out of a funeral early because, like, everyone's uh-uh. going to wonder, why would you leave a funeral early? Right. Like, unless you're, like, visibly distraught. Right. I think a lot of people would be like, well, what's this jerk Nancy Yancey doing? She didn't have another 20 minutes to give to uh-huh. a woman that passed away. Right. That's right. I think starting your your car not starting could be way worse 
<laughs> than the alarm going off. I think the alarm going off may be the absolute worst case scenario oh, in that situation. For sure. You oh, would have been a really, sure. <laughs> really yes, a real jerk in that situation. Really I'll crazy. tell you who looked like a big jerk this weekend was myself. And I wasn't even sure. I wasn't even sure how to handle this situation. So I went to go host or to go judge the costume contest for Barks, who is the oh, local yeah. Dog shelter here in Baltimore, and they had a this thing called Barktoberfest. They had about two thousand people come through. It was a big deal. Wow! And so they asked me to come judge, and I uh, I love it. There's nothing more. For, by the way, here's what I love about Halloween: the absolute best part of Halloween, pets in costumes, <laughs> kids in costumes. Absolute yes. best thing ever, right? I like agree. just super cute, especially babies in costumes. Ugh, oh, yeah. so cute. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, uh, I went over there and uh, they start doing the announcements for the judges, right? And they're like, all right, well, you know him from Mix 1065 and he hosts a morning show there. And he is, uh, he's a dog, he's got a, he's a dog dad and his dog's name is Kiki. And he is such a good person because he went and he rescued this dog, saved her life. And now Kiki is alive because of the generosity oh. of Kramer. <laughs> Okay, now oh. it wasn't really like that, but basically that's how it felt uh -huh. because they kind of poured into like what an awesome person I, I was because I adopted Kiki. Now, in case you don't know this, I did not adopt Kiki, okay? Right. One of my biggest insecurities in life because I do so much with dog adoption is 14 years ago, I didn't know any better. I just uh -huh. went to the pet store and I bought Kiki there. Right. Yes, basically maybe even worse than buying it from a breeder. Yes. I bought it. Now, now, if you're wondering why is it such a big deal to buy, you know, to ad adopt dog, I mean, we don't have to get into it, but just know, know for me, here's my main reasons of why dog adoption is so big, because there's so many dogs that need homes, and a lot of them get mm -hmm. killed because they can't find homes, yes. uh, and they're and and pets that are used for breeding. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I would want to be my life used to be bred. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like my only, right. my sole purpose in life was to like recreate so that somebody else could like make money off of it. It just right. feels a little icky to me. So I'm, I'm really big in a dog adoption and we spend, uh, we spend, you know, every week we spend time trying to get dogs adopted on the show. And I have for years, probably whatever city you listen to me and you probably know me as a dog adoption guy. Cause I'm mm -hmm. a big, I'm, that's my big, my big thing. So <laughs> I, um, I, so yeah, so they're sitting here and I'm like, and everyone starts like cheering, right? <laughs> like they're cheering. They couldn't be like more proud of me, more happy. Oh, you gotta keep, keep in mind, no. like it's like a, it's a dog adoption place, right? Like it's what they do. Uh -huh. Right. But meanwhile, exactly. I mean, I'm like going against like everything that they're about, oh, which is no. buying dogs. Especially so like, at a pet store. <laughs> so like, all right, give it up. Give it up for Kramer, which I don't even, pet stores don't even exist anymore. I mean, that's how long ago it was. Like pet yeah. stores don't even exist. It's like not even a thing yeah. anymore. You can't buy pets at pet stores anymore. Right. Um. So that showed you how long ago it was. But like I do have, to, I always will have the biggest insecurity mm -hmm. uh, only because I feel fraudulent at times uh -huh. because I am so big into dog adoption, even yeah. though the truth is. My dog is not adopted. I mean, what, what, what am I going to do? I can't get rid of her. No. Like, what do you What do you, What do you mean to get rid of her and like readopt her? No. So then I'm like, I adopted her. Maybe I like <laughs> cleanse my soul a little bit. But I felt really guilty about that. Yeah. I felt super guilty because I was like, man, I should not be. I should not be accepting this applause. Yeah. Like part of me really wanted to stop and be like, don't cheer, don't cheer. Uh -huh. <laughs> like don't clap it. Don't. It's not worth it. I feel terrible. Yeah. Probably a thousand people watching. Don't don't do this. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know, like 
I've never accepted applause for something I didn't do. Yeah. And especially with something as like sensitive as dog adoption. Yeah. With that group. Yeah. I mean, should I have said something? Like, should I have been like? You probably would not have been invited back. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, on Uh, the other hand, you could have made it a moment. Like, this is the reason we adopt dogs versus buying them. What's the reason? You know, because so many dogs are going to get No, but I mean, like, what's my reason? Like, what would I have said? Oh, yeah. You just didn't know. But just real quick, I just want to say something real quick. Because uh, I don't have a mic or anything. Stand up. Hey, real quick. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't adopt my dog, but you should. It's important. Like, <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. No, I agree. That was all you could do. That Thank was you really for all the, you could do. You think you had an uncomfortable <laughs> moment trying to leave a funeral. Imagine like... Thousand people cheering no, you on for doing something you didn't actually was, do. Yours was much worse. I'm sure no oh. one really missed me at that point. It's not good. Not good, <laughs> y'all. All right. Let's get to our Monday quote for this Halloween, Mom. What we got? Okay. It's from Stephen King. We make up horrors to help us cope with the real ones. Think about that for somebody who's written so many scary books and movies that we make up horrors to help us cope with the real ones. And, you know, I guess in some ways that's true. I mean, when we go to a horror story or we read a, you know, a scary book or whatever, we do kind of get lost in that story, right? And tend to forget our own. But I'm not sure how that helps us cope with our (laughs) real ones. You know? I've always wondered that. Why? Why do we like to be scared? And I mean, we can actually yeah. Google this because I think we, we. I don't think anyone probably knows the answer. But like, why do we like to watch scary movies? Why do yeah. we like to watch scary movies? All right. Would you like to know the psychology yes. behind why we love or hate horror? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you this: it is. It, it's. Something that's getting like harder for me to do, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you feel the same way as you're getting closer to 40, 50, whatever. Like I especially like I used to like to be scared. I like I would like seek it out, and I still do like to watch scary movies. I uh, not as much though, not as much as I used to. I used to like I don't know if I could go back and watch like the Saw series, oh, you know, the no. super gory. I just don't oh, know if I can watch no. it anymore. Um, uh-uh. And the same, especially with the same eyes. Mm-mm. Um, no. I don't think mm-hmm. I could, mm-hmm. but when I like go and ride roller coasters nowadays, mm-hmm. like it used to be a fun activity yeah. and now my body literally thinks we're going to die. <laughs> and then it's like, but you have so much to do. It's not, not even you have so much to do, but it's like, it's like, oh my God, you have so much debt that like you have to pay off. Oh, you better God. survive this roller coaster because you have. Like, like your boss would be so mad if you're not at work on Monday. <laughs> like, what about this credit card bill? Who's going to pay him if you don't get off this thing? Uh, all right. Why do we consume oh, horror in the first place? One reason we consume horror is because it experience stimulation. Okay. Exposure to terrifying acts. Even the participate uh, the anticipation of these acts can stimulate us both mentally and physically in opposing ways. Negatively, 
in the form of fear of anxiety or positively in the form of joy or excitement. For instance, if you're watching a horror video, simultaneously both actions are happening, both type of stimulation, right? So mm. with most pleasure experience at the most fearful moment, the biochemical inside our bodies also changes when we, ex- when we consume horror. Fright mm. can trigger the release of adrenaline, resulting oh. in a heightened sense and surging energy. Okay. Mm. Makes sense, right? It's mm. adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Another reason we seek horror is to gain novel experiences. Mm. Apocalypse horror films, for example, allow us to live out alternative realities. From zombie outbreaks to alien infestation, some novel experiences can contribute to our sense of accomplishment, like Mm. visiting a notorious haunted house. Mm. Big adventurous in uh, in this way makes us feel more worldly and daring. Wow. Okay. Last reason, horror entertainment may help us safely satisfy our curiosity about the dark side of human psyche. Mm. Mm. That's kind of freaky, right? Mm-hmm. After all, in real life, we may not get the opportunity to know Hannibal Lecter or wander the streets during mm. the purge. Mm. As an inherently curious species, many of us are fascinated of what our kind is capable of. Mm. Observing storylines in which actors must confront the worst parts of themselves serves as a pseudo character study for the darkest parts of the human condition. Mm-hmm. Wow. So what what I think that's um, alluding to is the fact that we see ourselves in those like, characters. Like are the worst parts of ourselves. Yes, which is wow. our dark our dark side, right? Yeah. And yeah, maybe that can help us cope with it. That's we can, weird. And we can see it in a different reality. <laughs> yeah, right? that's freaky though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's super scary. Ooh. Well, don't worry. You're effed up if you'd like to watch that kind of stuff. And uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's yes. fine. Yes. I always wanted to do it really quick. If The Purge ever happened, Mom, do you know the movie The Purge? Are you familiar with that? No. So The Purge is about like where one, I think it's to control population or something. I don't really remember. It's been a while mm-hmm. since I've seen The Purge. But basically like, like one night, it may be Halloween night. I don't remember. Uh, they allow murder like mm-hmm. murder is legal for one uh-huh. night only uh-huh and so basically people like batten down the hatches or they go out and like chaos obviously and say like they, they, all the bad guys are out murdering people and stuff hmm. i always thought like that'd be a, that'd be a nice night if you could like stay safe like just, oh, another reason to stay home no, another reason to stay home i'm saying there'd be no reason to like leave your house um, <laughs> like no. as an introvert if as long as you could stay safe mm-hmm. there'd be no reason to go anywhere yeah. Okay, you didn't get the joke. You're you're ruining the joke right now. Oh, sorry. Okay. Cozy Earth on our podcast this week. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not a real movie. It's not a real night. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, I get it. Everyone would be inside, including you. Yeah. Right. There'd be no no and reason so, to go anywhere. So the world would stop. I'd like to stay home. You know. And, yeah. Was a little character and building you, moment. And you, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, cozy earth sheets while you're staying home for the purge you might as well have comfortable sheets Um, (laughs) now I love cozy earth I'm trying to figure out what else I want from cozy earth so we talk about this uh, their bedding which is like the best bedding on the face of the earth and I mean 
even if you have their sheets, right? The bamboo sheet set is like what we are forever talking about because it's like the softest sheets in the whole entire world, right? Mm-hmm. And on top of that, though, there's even more. Like if you've got the sheet set, y'all ready to go deeper with this? You ready to go deeper? We got cozy earth comforters, pillowcases, shams, duvet covers. We got uh, baby blankets. Oh, my God. Y'all. Y'all, this is perfect. They got mattress pads, silk pillows, bamboo blankets. They got crib sheets. They got uh, cloud baby knit blankets. Um, I mean, they got, they got, I'm just going through a website right now. Cause I'm like, I'm like, what's next? What's next for cozier? Uh, yeah. listen, I want someone to go buy that. I want someone to go buy that baby blanket. Oh, um, wish I had a baby to buy it for. Okay. <laughs> You're really pushing it today, mom. <laughs> well, a grandbaby. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Proceed. <laughs> You're pushing it today. First you ruined my purge joke. <laughs> and then you shade me for not having a child. Mm-hmm. It's um, Monday. Happy I know. Monday. You had a lot of lot of time to rest up this weekend, I see. <laughs> coming in coming in hot. Um anyway, somebody go buy the baby baby blanket. Go buy the baby blanket. Go do it. Everything that is cozy. I want you to think cozy earth. Oprah loves it. We love it. Certified fans love it. It's a massive seller for the podcast because so many people go buy it with the holidays, y'all. Tomorrow's November. I mean, holiday shopping has officially begun. Start thinking about it. Then get 40% off. Literally go get 40% off anything cozy at cozyearth.com. And I got to figure out what's next. Maybe I'll just get a baby blanket. They look very, mm-hmm. they look very cozy. I think um, you should. Cozy Earth. You know what I get? This is what I'm going to get right here. I'm going to get some of these pajamas. Oh. Oh, no, my God. I want God. you to get the bathrobe so I can wear it when I'm <laughs> The pajama <laughs> pants? Ooh. No, not the pajama pants. No, I'm going to get the pajama pants. You can wear them when you come out of here, though. No. All right, CozyEarth.com, CozyEarth.com. I know that I've been kind of teasing you guys. I had such a great therapy session. By the way, this uh, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. And I've been teasing that I had a really good therapy session. We will talk about it. I don't usually talk about therapy on Mondays, a little heavy. I like to come in with like uh, murder and destruction on Mondays. And uh, <laughs> what if the purge was real? What would you do? Um, I like to say the, say the, the lighter stuff Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I can't wait to tell you about it. I've had such a good couple sessions with BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy that you can do from the comfort of your home. It's perfect during the purge or any other time. Um, I really no, but seriously, I've been I've been using BetterHelp now for a couple of years. Even I was a little skeptical at first. I'm like, man, I don't even know if it's going to be the same. If you're like not face to face with somebody, like, is it going to be the same type of experience? I love it. I literally love BetterHelp, and I would recommend this to anybody. Y'all, I promise you, even when they stop paying me for this, I'm still going to recommend this to people. So I'm a really, really, really big fan. Everyone deserves to feel their best, right? And BetterHelp makes it easier to get started than anybody else in the whole entire world. All you got to literally do is go take a really quick intake survey. It's, I don't know, that's probably, sorry, they call it a brief questionnaire, and it's like a dating app. Honest to God, they'll find you the perfect therapist no matter what it is. The therapist that you're looking for, the type of therapist, what you're going through, betterhelp.com to get 10% off your first month. Make sure you go to betterhelp.com slash Kramer, okay? Better H-E-L-P, 
BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash Kramer. All right. Take care of some business really quick before we get to Leah. Um, certified fans. Thank you. I shouldn't call you guys business. That's crappy. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't feel like business. It's our appreciation yeah, they're segment. They're our fan fam. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really appreciate anybody mm. that's ever contributed anything. Even if it's in your time, even just your time, you contribute your time to our, to our show. I'm like forever grateful for y'all that make this. Maybe you listen once a month or once a year or, you know, whatever you spend time with, like I'm just always, always grateful for. So thank you for that. Certified fans though, you guys take your hard earned money. You contribute every single month. So I'm really very thankful for you. Uh, this is um, people that contribute $6 a month to our show. It's the only way we can keep the show going. So thank you. I'm not even going to harass you to join today though. You know why? Because I'm going to need you next month really bad. So um, <laughs> let's just not. Let's just, just hold on to that $6 a few Yeah, just put it to the side. Longer. Put it to the mm-hmm. side. Uh, but one thing, you do get a lot of perks when you join. One thing, though, that we do because, and I, I don't know if any other podcast does this. I didn't I didn't rip this idea off from anybody. But we we take time every episode to dedicate uh, the episode to somebody, give them a shout out. And I don't, maybe it's like maybe it's like the radio in me of like doing shout outs, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I just like to have, we, I, to me, this podcast is so different than others. Like we're just, we're just like family, man. You know what I mean? Like yes. we're not even... Anyway, today's certified fan, Sean S. Sean S. From Canton, Georgia. Sean, how are you? Sean's a great certified fan. Love it because Sean pops up on the the fans page. Love the commentary. Good dude. Canton, Georgia. One of my favorite places to go visit. I have a uh, summer home there. I visit every summer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Canton's cool. Where is Canton? I forget where Canton is. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask me. Can't cool. Where is it? I don't know. I've been there though. Jim and I, Jim and I went specifically there to see thank the you. cute little town. We had thank you for not killing the restaurant there, and yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at pictures. Okay, it's, it's actually near you. It's up near you. Yes, it's like less than an hour away. I think. Yeah, it's a way less than an hour. It's like it's right. It's yeah. North Georgia. Anyway, it looks beautiful. Yeah. You guys have a little water beautiful. mill apparently. That's super cute. I'm sure for the fall. Yes, anyway, Sean charming. S is our uh, our certified fan of the day. Sean, hope you're having a great day. Thank you for your continued support. You've been with us now for uh, since the do, 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 third second day we started certified fans, oh, and so you came from Georgia, so you probably came over from. Jeff and Callie's podcast, and that's awesome. Like yes, that's that means a lot. You didn't actually know me. You you just gave me a chance. So appreciate you yes. doing that. All right, mom. Let's give Sean some love. Okay. Well, tell me what his number is because number he'll want to Oh, big five zero. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Okay. Whoop whoop to Sean S from Georgia. Appreciate love you, Sean. That. Thank you we so do. much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we you. Do. All right. Um. You don't don't join today. Again, I'm really <laughs> going to need you next month. So just don't just don't join today. Okay, uh, mom, that's going to do it for you. Oh, actually, really quick. Um, don't forget that we are going to be on hiatus next week. Just a really quick reminder because I know it's always kind of weird when you log when you wake up in the morning. If you listen every day, and we're not there. So I'm trying to give you as many heads up as possible. My mom will be in Baltimore as a Friday, so Yay! we will not be doing shows next week. Just a quick heads up. So and anyway. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. (laughs) Okay, Andy. Love you forever.
Let's get into our Mental Health Monday. We do this every Monday with my friend Leah Geary, who is a therapist and a friend of mine, and we just talk everything therapy. Really, honestly, it's it's anything that can make you feel any kind of certain thing. Maybe it could be a relationship topic, could be something that uh, you, mm. just, you might go to therapy for yourself. There are not things that burn as bad as being ghosted. And honestly, I don't even know that this has to be just about relationships, but obviously it's going to be pretty relationship focused here for a second. Uh, today is Halloween, in case you forgot. Happy Halloween. Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. Um, what what's spookier than talking about ghosting? Okay, <laughs> I could be a radio personality. You could, look at you! Look at this girl! Look at this! She's like a real pro. Uh, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about ghosts. There's nothing worse than throwing than like making a statement or, or making a plan, and then someone just not showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah, especially us in the dating world, we all know it pretty well. Mm-hmm. I want to talk. I- yes. You're saying not showing up, but is that ghost? That that's flaking. That's more standing that's a, up, right? Yeah, so right, go, right, right? I guess ghosting would be what? Like you just stop talking to somebody? Well, I think technically the uh, I'm trying to be witty and I just don't have it in me today. I was going to say like the the dictionary. What is it? What are the dictionary? Dictionary defines ghosting. Defines ghosting as, as as not responding to someone's text message. I don't know. Mm. Is, I don't know what accent I think, that was. Well, would, you, would you like to get an exact definition of it so we can I'm make doing sure it right now. Clear? I'm pulling it up right oh, okay. now. Yeah, please, yeah. please. So just so we're clear on exactly ghosting, because I think ghosting can work in like, okay, here we go. Would okay, you, I have it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Getting excited. Okay. When a person cuts off all communication with their friends or the person they're dating with zero warning or notice beforehand, you yeah. most likely see them avoiding friends' phone calls, social media, and avoiding them in public. This is an example. Do you want to hear them use it in a sentence? Please. I haven't seen Tom in three months. I think he may be ghosting me. Well, I I would think after three months, yes. Uh, Tom is for sure (laughs) ghosting you because I give it about 30 minutes. If I hear back from somebody, I'm like, well, you you assume the worst really fast. I just, I don't have, I don't have the, because, because here's the problem. We have almost made ghosting a normality acceptable. nowadays. Yes. Yeah. It's almost an acceptable thing to do. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about, I guess, two angles I want to take today. Number one, why do people ghost? And then number two, help me work through the emotion of being ghosted. Because for some reason, honestly, out of anything that happens in the dating, I'd rather somebody come up to me and cuss me out in my face. Yeah, I'm the same. Than, than to disappear off the face of the earth. To me, there's well, nothing more insulting, nothing worse than well, I that. Think- Okay, so the first so part wh- is why? why? Why do people ghost? Where does it's that come avoidance. from? It's avoidance. It's avoidance. People don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. They don't want to say, say for example, you're talking to someone they're no longer interested or maybe they're dating someone else. They just don't want – it's avoidance. They don't want to have a mature conversation. Even if it's just a, hey, I'm dating – I just started dating someone else. I'm at a see where it goes with this person. I'm not available. Or like, you know, in a nice yeah. – like I and I always would rather hear that than being in – completely out of the loop and not knowing what I've happened. I've always Especially- respected that. It, and, and don't get me wrong. It burns 10 degrees less right. than actually getting ghosted, but still ghosting to me, I will – because at that point, I lose respect in you too. Not only does it hurt, but like I lose respect in you. It does. It feels unkind. Yeah. And I think it's more kind and shows thoughtfulness if you're honest and direct. I think this is the thing too though, is as someone who – 
ghosted in her 20s. There she and goes. And I, go- I was ghosted and I have ghosted. But I think for me, I had a lot of really extreme reactions from dudes if I were trying to be honest or like end a – end a dating relationship or just tell someone I wasn't interested. Like I was cussed at one time. Someone told me that I shouldn't apologize because that wasn't sincere. Like I've had, I've had a very extreme response. So for me, avoidant, it became like protecting myself. Because because you didn't, but you still didn't want to have the hard conversation. No, no. Right. So I avoided it. But I think too, there was this, like I had, it was like this, I had all these really But it came bad, from, right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Came from. Right. It came from these, these negative experiences and these, I mean, I wasn't dating the right people for sure when I was younger. And so I yeah. think I, you know, clearly their response was indicative of the kind of person they were in the maturity level they were at at the time. Sure. But I definitely did, did that to well for sure to avoid some sometimes but mostly I just didn't want to get yelled at. I'm super sensitive as you know. Yes. So someone telling me <laughs> someone telling this. me like you know like you're a bitch I like that was uncalled for, like you know what I mean like like you you led me on even yeah. like which is interesting because I'm like well I let I didn't try to lead you on and now I'm trying to be direct so it's hard it's hard cuz I I think for me it was really disliking that extreme reaction for another person, but I did also do it to avoid like, and because it was just, you also don't want to hurt people's feelings. So I think it's like, it's avoidance of tough conversations. And I think people also don't like making people feel bad. But at the end, like I said, I think it's more unkind to ghost than to be direct and say, Hey, you know, even if it's with a friend, like, Hey, like, I think we need to take some space or I can't be the friend you need versus just completely falling off, you know, falling off the planet. I think it's very confusing. So, Okay, so that's take the reason me, I think. Take me to the other side now. Like, mm-hmm. and again, this can't this not be just dating because I think we've had friends too that just disappear mm-hmm. sometimes. And it's mm-hmm. so weird. Mm-hmm. It's I had a friend ghost me a couple of years ago, and I finally well, last time I was in San Diego, I was just thinking about her and I was like, I should just I'm just gonna e- email her and just say I'm thinking about her. And she responded back within five minutes. I'm like, why did you disappear? It's just yeah. it's it's such a weird disgusting feeling. Yeah. Um, okay. So help me di- help all of us digest that feeling because it is such a gross feeling and it, it will probably happen even like in a job interview. I think you can get ghosted from a job interview. You know what yeah. I mean? Like things seem like they're going yeah. well and all of a sudden they fall face the earth. It feels so icky. Or they're like, like, we'll let you know. And then you never, they're, you, they never let you yeah, know. We'll call you back on Monday. They never call you back. And you're like, wait, what? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. I agree. I agree. Even if they go, we, even if they say we went in a different direction or like, it's not going to work out, then you have closure and you're like, yes. okay, that job's not panning out. Right. Like yes. that's not, I need to focus put my eggs in other baskets. So what do we do with that feeling? Because it, it just feels so bleh. I think really in – I feel like I feel like my response is always the same. I'm like, it's not you. It's really not personal. I really don't – it's like it's – again, like if so, if the other person's avoiding a tough conversation or doesn't know how to be the friend or, the, or the, maybe they're like this relationship or friendship isn't working out for me right now. It's it's really I think that's their decision and it's about them at the time and so I don't think it's worth I think just not internalizing it and also reminding yourself of the relationships you do have in your life because you're talking about I'm not saying it's still it's a crappy feeling it's, and sure. I'm not trying to minimize that because I think especially if you're 
excited about a job or excited about a potential relationship or maybe you know it's like a new friend and you're really stoked to have this new deep connection it's it hurts but i think to just remind yourself it's not necessarily personal that this person especially if it's dating like that's part of the dating game it's like they, we don't know what they're doing they could be dating five other people they could you know, have just gotten serious with someone they were dating while they started talking to you. There are just so many other external factors that we have zero idea of. And so I think too, reminding yourself of like, I don't have the whole picture. I don't have the whole context. Mm. And you're entitled to be upset and to think that wasn't cool. But I think to, to ruminate about it and to stew in it and to just be so stuck in the why, why, why versus, okay, like, this person wasn't meant to be in my life. This job wasn't meant to be in my life. I think really just that kind of acceptance and not and avoiding internalizing it. Again, especially with dating, and I, I say this to a lot of people because I'm like, it's not personal. Like, yeah. it sucks, and that person wasn't mature and didn't have the maturity to, you know, like give you an informed reason for why they're why they're dipping or why they're not interested anymore. But at this point, okay, it wasn't your person, right? Like, I mean, so it's kind of just this idea of. I don't like that we normalize it, but I think again, just it's not personal. It's not me. We have there's so many other extenuating circumstances that we have no idea sure. are going on right now with this person. So I think would that's you the best ever, way. Would you ever mm-hmm. take a ghoster back? Um, I think they'd have to I think they'd really have to be to take accountability, you know, because like again, like I did that in my twenties and it was not a great move, right? And would um, you ghost and then come back? Yeah, I don't think so because Jesus I probably is listening. Well, you're I'm Jewish, a Jew. So. I know. Jesus, Jesus <laughs> well, is probably still even, who, Jesus is probably still listening, it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was actually talking to my friend Corey about this because she's, we, you know, she's Christian and I'm Jewish, and I was like, yeah. Jesus probably still loves me, right? Nice. Even if I wasn't raised, and he, I think he does, right? He does. I, mean, I, I think he also still be judgmental about your actions. So let's be honest here, okay? <laughs> right. But I don't. No, 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 no. But okay. But I guess I, I think <laughs> it really. I know. I think this is a case by case. I really, and I always say this all the time, but I really think it has to be someone has to take accountability. You know what I mean? And, and, uh-huh. and then, and then prove that they're, they're in a different place where they will communicate in a more mature manner, Yeah, which could take some time. Yep. Yep. There she is. There I am. Here right. I am. Leah is an author. You can mm-hmm. you, I, honestly, if you have a, I know a bunch of you guys have, but what age is the book good I for? I actually by the had way, a Leah? couple listeners reach out and tell me they've bought the book. Oh, that's and so it was, nice. It was really nice. I really yeah. appreciate it. So the age is technically, we have it from 12 to 18. If you're a parent, you may want to read it in advance because we do talk about sex, not like it's not a sex education where we're going into what is sex, but we bring it up. So you may want to look and see what does my child already know? Or is mm. there a conversation I want to have with them while they're reading the book or before they read the book? It's but yeah. cause really it's about healthy decision-making and relationships, not just with um, partners, but friendships and self-esteem. So it's, it's really, it's 12 to 18 about, but like I said, I think we all could benefit from it. I've had adults that have been like, that's something I could still use, you know? So I sure. think it's applicable well, to all of us. I don't think we've said the name of the book yet. Oh, sorry. It, so this is the this is the this is the part of this podcast that I really struggle with of Mental Health Mondays. Um, what? So let uh, me, get, getting the plug in? Yeah, getting the plug in. It just doesn't come. It doesn't flow. Oh, well. How about well, now, Leah's got a book out? Leah, what's the name of the book? I'll help you through it. Thank you. The girls. <laughs> are you going to keep all this in? 
Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. It's so messy. The Girl's Guide to Relationship, Sexuality, and Consent. <laughs> um, it's been, it's published by New Harbinger. I wrote it with my friend Geraldine O'Sullivan, who's also a licensed clinical social worker. You can find it on Amazon, Target, and Barnes & Noble. You can also follow me on Instagram at Hurt Your Empowerment, where I link my website and the link to the book and all the things that I've written and have contributed if you want more information on dating and relationship. I actually have a post on ghosting, so we can link that too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, whatever you're doing today, I hope it's awesome, okay? Try to treat yourself. If it's taking kids trick-or-treating, passing out candy, or maybe doing nothing, you know? Like, I don't think my day is really going to be much different than any of the other day. Uh, it might be, but I just don't, I don't foresee many, uh, I don't foresee many uh, things out of, out, of, out of the rag. It's weird to be 39 years old and have no romantic partner and to also have no, um, no kids. So Halloween, for me... Not a lot going on. Remember back in the day, though? You'd be like clubbing, going out, wilding out. But uh, no, those days are long gone, friends. Long gone. All right. Happy Halloween. Really appreciate you. Don't be a ghost. Show up tomorrow, okay? Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.